Well, it's great to see everyone this evening. It's Thanksgiving tomorrow. I want to, um, if you didn't know that, no, I'm sure all of you do. But tomorrow is not for football and turkeys, even though it's going to be, there's going to be some football and there's going to be some turkeys. But it's not really the purpose of tomorrow. The purpose of tomorrow is set aside for us to give thanks. That's why it's Thanksgiving. And tonight, uh, we're going to give the opportunity to you guys to give testimonies of what God has done in the last year. Now, I know God's done some great stuff, you know, 28 years ago. That's awesome. I'd really like to hear tonight, though, kind of one of the qualifications is that what God has done in the last year because we, we want current testimonies. So if you would, um, just be thinking about that. What's God done that's really cool? Um, what I don't necessarily want to hear tonight is how, you know, how everything's gone bad in your life for the whole year, and praise the Lord, everything's terrible. Unless through all those terrible things, God did something good. Because you know what? God turns all things for good to those who love him, right? So if you've had some terrible things, I've had some terrible things. A real good friend of mine died. That was terrible. He was way too young to die. But you know what? God's still good. So even if there's been some hard times and some really, really crummy times, God can still do some good things through those. And, you know, it says in Revelation 12, it says, They overcame him, that's him being the devil, by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. Now, the blood of the lamb is what we just celebrated with communion, right? And what did Jesus say on the last night before he died on the cross? He said, this is the blood of the new covenant. So when we celebrate communion, we are celebrating the fact that we have a new covenant with God that's not based upon how good you can perform. It's based upon how good Jesus has already performed. So it's not based on how good you do. It's not based on how perfect you can be, how absolutely minutely detailed you can be and how well you obey you know, all the laws and all the things in life. It's based upon the fact that Jesus fulfilled the law and we are under grace. And all his promises are yes and amen in Christ Jesus. So if you find a promise... Here's the deal. If you can find a promise in the Bible, it's yes and amen in Christ Jesus. Whatever that promise is, it's yes and amen in Christ Jesus. So we're celebrating, and we overcome him by the blood of the lamb, which we already celebrated, and the word of our testimony, which is what we're about to do in a few minutes. Okay? So get, get your testimony rolling in your head, because I'm going to have uh, Pastor Jake come down this side over here, and I'm going to be over here, and we're going to have two lines for people. And the deal is, here's the, here's the ground rules. This is my microphone. And Jake's going to have a microphone. That's his microphone. Please don't grab our microphone and start running away and start preaching. Okay? We're going to have a limit of about two minutes for each testimony, and hopefully we'll have time for about 15 testimonies. All right? Maybe we'll get 20 as soon as I shut up and get out of here, right? So we can get on with life. But um, so the testimonies in the last year and about two minutes, and uh, we're going to hold the mic, and we're going to ask you to give your first and last name, if you would, and um, tell us 
what God did and what you're thankful for, what God did in the last year. All right, y'all good with that? Everybody say amen. amen. All right, if you would, um, Pastor Jake, where are you? Come down over there and just come on down. Start coming down. Give Jake a hand as he comes. There you go. The kids like him better, so I'm letting them go over there. But, hey, I got to have the first one. Who's going to break the ice? All right? So we're, I'm going to really hold on to it this time because she'll preach all night if you let her. Come on over here. We got to get in the light over here. There we go. Tell us your first and last name and what God did, because I already know, but tell them. All right. My name is Julie Jensen Spence. That's my fabulous husband right there, Chet Spence. On the 31st of July of this year, I came to a healing room. I said, I am so tired, Lord. I said, I know the good, dear Lord Jesus suffered more than me, but I have had 30 years of it. I'm so tired. I am so tired. I walked out of that healing room sweaty and I said they said where's your problem I said it's my back pick a spot 30 years pick a spot I walked out of that healing room sweaty sweaty from here to here can y'all see here to here only down my spine I've not had one moment of pain in my back since thank you Jesus and you know what happened after that? The Lord opened my eyes and he said, hey, you know that thought you had about enrolling for Leaders for Christ? That wasn't your idea. Psst, psst, psst. That was me. Go, go, go do it. He hasn't told me where I'm going. He just says, go. That's awesome. And I'm going. Jesus. Praise Jesus. Yeah. Awesome. Very cool. We'll get one from over there. Lankford, and this year is my year of freedom. Thank you to Rod and Deb Curgis and the Freedom Ministries. This summer, I was able to break some major strongholds in my life over fear. Fear was breaking me. From I'm 40 years old, probably my whole entire life, fear was breaking me. This summer, my kids and I were involved in a car accident where we were smashed into behind by a distracted driver. I turned around in my car and I saw my three babies in the back seat with glass raining down on them. I turned around, looked my kids straight in the eye and touched them each on the knee and said, you are well in Jesus' name. You are good in Jesus' name. Touched each three of them. We jumped out of the car whole perfectly well children. Through the whole process, not once did I fear. In my old self, I would have been micromanaging the claim. I would have been trying to figure out how I'm going to get a car. I would have been struggling with how I was going to take care of everything. Nothing at all. Father God has been so good to me. I haven't had a problem with fear controlling my life since that time. So, That's amazing. Hey, stay right here. I felt like the Lord's saying, I just like see, it's like almost peace all over you. And the Lord's actually releasing you into delivering peace everywhere you go. And there's going to be an increased amount. Like you have the authority to release peace and chaos. And you're going to bring heaven on earth wherever you go. He's releasing that in you. You got it? Let's go. Come on. That's amazing. My name is Sherry 
Free Prince, and I have a cousin. Her name is Tamara, and she's really special to me because she's the one who led me to the Lord. In fact, my family knows her as Tamara, the cousin who led me to the Lord. And um, this February, I got an email, and her mom texted me and said she's just been rushed to the hospital. She has fractures in her back, um, and they diagnosed her with stage 3 blood cancer. And my immediate response was like, oh, no, no, no. And a friend of mine texted me. She said, you know, you just need to make sure that your emotions don't take over, that you, you know, pray out the plan of God. And I was asked to come out there in March and spend some time with her. And during that week, when I saw her, she was so skinny and she was wearing a back brace and super frail. And, but she wanted to spend the entire week. She had gotten a hold of a, um, Bethel um, subscription, and she wanted to just listen to teachings on healing and prophecy and and prayer. And we spent the whole week. She had a room; they had a room set up in her upstairs, and had a hospital bed up there. But we we were in that room constantly. We called it the upper room. We we went there all the time. We were praying and we were spending time in God's presence. And you know what? It was never a sad time. The whole time, it was so amazing. We were having so much fun. And even her husband who had lots of doubts because his his mom had died of cancer, he saw a change in her, and he was like, oh, my goodness, like, I really believe that God, God had told her that he would heal her, but it would be a journey, and it had been, it has been a journey, and in May, she called me and said, the doctors declared that she was in remission, and a month ago, they had a, she had a bone test, and she is completely clear, no cancer at all, so praise God. Thank you, Lord. Woo! Tell everyone your name. I'm Eddie Mahalik. Um, I live in Kalamazoo and I'm 17 years old. The last year, it felt like one failure after another, after another, after another. And it was incredibly hard to get back up. It, just losing everything that you had your entire life, one thing after another, watching it crumble and not knowing where to go to. One night I just cried out. I just was in devotion, I cried out, I'm broken. I had nothing else. I had no strength in my body whatsoever to keep going. And I just cried out and I felt a peace of calm come over me, a feeling, a realization of wholeness again. And I just cried and it felt great just to know that there was someone out there, a supreme being who created me to restore me Everything that I lost, everything, it didn't matter because I could have it all back through him. That's awesome, buddy. So cool. Hey, if you give me a first and last name. Jane Collins. Um, 20 years ago, I was a drug addict and an alcoholic, and God, God delivered me. And um, after, after years of being delivered of all of that, I, the enemy attacked me. I had both of them. I had my Achilles ruptured on me. I had both of my rotor cuffs complete tears. I had um, my tendons totally de deteriorated. It was surgery after surgery, and then I ended up with colon cancer. Well, God healed me of all of that. And um, then years later, which just recently, I started. So I ended up with fibromyalgia because of all the pain. I couldn't take narcotics, so. I ended up with uh, fibromyalgia. I started to smoke uh, for uh, smoke uh, cannabis for the medicine, you know. And when I smoked it, I was pain-free, totally pain-free. Well, 
I got sick, I got an STD bug three weeks ago, and, and as I was smoking, I said, Lord, I said, you delivered me many years ago, and the only reason I'm doing this, it, I'm pain-free for a while, so I, I was smoking it, but I know, and I'm believing, and I'm standing on your promises that you're going to heal me again, and I was healed during those three weeks that I stopped smoking. I am healed, totally healed again. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. That is awesome. Praise God. That's awesome. Thank you. Oh, hello, everybody. Uh, my name is Sam Morris, and I'm a junior at the University of Michigan. Go blue. Yeah, go blue. That's right. So I'm actually just here uh, coming home for Thanksgiving, and um, I grew up here at Res Life uh, back when this was the main sanctuary, way back when. Um, I was volunteering in the nursery, and Ryan Peters um, told me about how there's a ministry at U of M, and I wanted to get involved with something like here so I checked out the church there New Life Church and was like hey New Life Res Life you know sounds kind of the same and I, I just remember how growing up I always felt like um, I didn't want to be a missionary I remember just like saying that as a kid like I don't want to be a missionary because it felt scary and since I've been at U of M I've just fully realized what it means to live sent to have Jesus inside me to have this passion for the gospel and to see it, you know, other people and their need, and just get excited about that. And just discover, I just discovered what it means to be a missionary in, on campus in my life, just anywhere I'm at. And it's been such a blessing to have that. Um, but I'm really, you know, I'm a really excitable person. I get passionate about things. I get excited about things really easily. So for me, it's really hard when I want the big picture to change, and I don't see things changing the way I want them to. It's like I see all this need, but things aren't happening as fast as I feel like it should. You know. Um, I felt led to join the Michigan Marching Band just for the purpose of just for reaching them, for sharing the gospel with the Marching Band in Michigan. But I get there and it's not as easy to have all this big change as I thought. And I've just really started realizing this year what it means to celebrate the small picture, to celebrate the little victories. One small example is just with this kid in my small group, Colin, who um, had never heard the gospel before, just interested in checking out a church. And I decided to have coffee, coffee with him, some other guy from my small group. And we just got to know him, just to see how he was doing. And a couple days later, he just dropped out of U of M. He's gone and for just out of the blue. And I just am so thankful that God has led me to have one little coffee with him. Maybe that one little thing is all he needed. So I'm just celebrating, you know, God's victories and letting him have the victory instead of me and just celebrating his timing instead of my own. Thanks buddy, that's amazing. <laughs> Amanda Van Klumpenberg. Okay. Um, it's my year of freedom, too, okay. of healing. I started this year out lost, confused, and unloved, not over my past because I didn't feel wanted because of my past. And it was in a treatment facility for it at the beginning of my year. But God sent me a wonderful husband to help me through. Wow. And along with my husband came a beautiful family. Now I feel so welcomed and loved. Awesome. And I'm on a, I'm on a journey to knowing God better and feeling whole and healing and 
getting over depression and anxiety and suicidal ideation and self-harm and it's wonderful and shout out to Pastor Deb because I've been connecting with her too and she's been helping me as well. So now I not only moved from a different state to Michigan, I have a church family, a wonderful home family, and I just feel like God has been moving and doing miraculous things in my life. Amen. Well, I applaud your courage. Thank you for your courage. Tell everyone your name. Um, I'm Elena Niebuhr, and I'm a junior at Byron Center High School. So basically, my parents got married at this church, and I've, I was raised here. But long story short, I wasn't living for Christ. And April through May, I was kind of in an unhealthy relationship with someone. And all of a sudden, they left me for someone else, and I attempted suicide. But as I lay on the floor, I realized my mistake, and I cried out to God. And that's when I started fully living for him. And ever since then, he's been healing me from my depression and anxiety. And I've been learning to love myself and to value myself. And he's just done so many great things in my life. And I'm just so thankful for him. That's amazing. Yes. I'm Christy Seagar. Um, God set me free this past April. I'm just really thankful for it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. That's awesome. Hi, I am Tracy Van Hees, and um, I have seven children. And um, for 15 plus years, I've dealt with allergies, and especially the, uh, about four years ago, it got so bad that it was. Um, uh, severe fatigue where I could just just even if I wake up in the morning to take my kids to school just nodding off at the car and just just tired just constant tired and could barely function and having two businesses and it was um, it was a very dynamic and very um, daunting and um, but it was because of the busyness of my life that I kept going and it was totally the power the strength that God had given me because every day I'm like Lord what is wrong with me especially four years ago I got to the point that I could barely even get up in the morning and then I couldn't wait for seven o'clock to come because I'm like oh I can sit down and just just fall asleep or just do nothing and just because my kids were kind of self-sufficient at that point well, um, that was when I realized I had a lot of these food allergies that pretty much brought me down to I could have nothing mainstream. I was making all of, I make my own bread, I milled my own grain, I had to do everything from scratch because there was virtually nothing on market that I could have that was pre-made. Well, four weeks ago, through the <laughs> soul of the Lord, all this time it was all the Lord showing me that it was the allergies, that it was my food making me sick, but in the last several months, what, I've been, what the Lord has been teaching me was the authority we have in Jesus Christ, his finished work on the cross. And because of the new covenant, I no longer submit under these allergies. So therefore, four weeks ago, my first meal out of my food allergy group was having pot roast with carrots and potatoes with beef broth and mainstream meat, which I couldn't have before. And... And I have to still plead the, um, sorry, I'm so nervous, um, that even the meat I couldn't even have because it was corn fed and I couldn't have corn and corn is in everything. And, um, and I could have it, but I kind of sometimes have symptomatics, but I just keep, I refuse to submit in the name of Jesus Christ because by his stripes I am healed and therefore I refuse 
to submit under these allergies. And I've been our seven children. I've been teaching them this, and they are all like we've had egg allergies, and they're all walking in the authority and the truth of Jesus Christ. Thank and I am Lord. healed, and I'm still walking and <laughs> walking and healing. And I'm making Thanksgiving dinner, and it's the first time I've had turkey in so long and stuffing, and I'm so excited, and I didn't have to make my own bread to make stuffing, and it's just been the best thing ever, but I'm loving it. <laughs> Thank you. That's so cool. Yes. My name's Amy Dietzman, and a couple weeks ago, Pastor Ryan, before the sermon, he asked people to stand up if they had a back problem. So I stood up and he said a prayer over everyone. And when I sat down, a gentleman came up to me. He didn't introduce himself. He just said, can I put my hand on your back and pray for you? And I said, yes. And when he prayed for me, I felt this heat and um, healing instantly. I didn't tell people right away, even though I was excited about it, because I'd go to bed and I'd wake up the next day and think, gosh, I feel good. You know, then I'd let a couple more days go by. Um, went to the gym. This guy's like, Amy, where have you been? I said, well, you know, I hurt my back. And he's like, I said, but God healed me. And he said, praise God. He said, I'm a Christian too. I'm like, cool. So I go to the gym the next day, and two other people came up to me, and they're like, Amy, where have you been? And I said, well, God healed my back. And they're like, are you serious? I said, yes, he did. And I told them the story, and they're like, that is so cool. So I used to pop ibuprofen like they were Tic Tacs. And I used to walk like a question mark, and now I walk like an explanation Thank you. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you, Lord. Woo! Tell everyone your name. Uh, Danielle Woodwike. Um, I just want to say how excited I am for the Lord putting me in my career path. Um, a really cool experience that happened this year. I'm a nursing faculty, and I had a student. She came in. It was the last day of our clinical, and she just looked really rough. And um, I just sat her down and said, you know, talk to me. Tell me what's going on. And, and she broke, and she... She's like, um, I'm lost. I don't think I'm a good nurse. I don't think I, I don't feel good about myself. I don't have any confidence. And I stopped her right there and I said, fear is not of the Lord. Fear is the devil. That's him talking. It's him putting that cloud over you. And I said, um, why don't you come to church with me? Come here to rest life and come this next Sunday. And, you know, and we prayed and we cried and all that. And, um, and I brought her and she came. And what was it about? It was about anxiety and worry and fear. And it was exactly what she needed to hear. To hear. And now she is flourishing and doing wonderful and going to get married soon. And I'm just I'm so excited that I got to be there and, and hear his word and give that to her and be that blessing upon her. So thank you. Way to go. That's the kingdom right there. Kingdom at work. by Mimi. I think I'm going to take more than two minutes. <laughs> okay. Uh, I give God the promise that if he show me my God, if I, he show me my dad, I'm going to thank him in front of people, but I'm doing being five years. 
since he answered my prayer. I remember when I was maybe 10, I used to ask my mom, who's my dad, who's my dad? And she always punched me off. <laughs> and then um, after 2000, maybe 13, someone come and he asked me, uh, Mimi, do you know your dad? I said, no, I don't know my dad. He was like, I know somebody who know your dad. And I was like, I can't tell my mom this. I have to go so that person and ask about my dad. I don't even know his name that time. And then they showed me his picture. He was living in US. And then they gave me my daddy's number. I didn't have a phone, so I have to buy credit to call him. So I called my dad and asked him, hey, is he Felix? He was like, yeah, I'm Felix. I told him, I'm your daughter. He was like, who? Uh, what's your name? I told him my name, but my, my mom, she changed my name. The name he knew wasn't my name. I said, no, that's not my name. He was like, I remember when your mom bring me when your mom brings you to me, he told me that name, but I don't remember the name. So after we started talking, I was scared to tell my mom, cause she would be mad. And then after I told her, she was crying. She was like, Mimi, stop crying. Don't ever keep secret from me. After maybe five years, I got a visa to come here. That's how I met my dad for 19 years. God. <laughs> yeah, he's here. He's here in West Michigan. Here in Michigan. Okay. And then uh, this year, for five years, been hard for me to come in new country, new language, for everything was hard. I thank God for this life. It's my one year here. And I've been praying that to give me to go to school full time because I've been going to school part time. I didn't know how to do it. I asked my dad, he said, I can't help. It's hard for me, I can't help. And then my sister, she was like, I think I can help you. They just applied for Ferris. I was like, no. I didn't go to school here for high school. I don't know if it's gonna give me school for full time. When I apply, after two days, they call me, they was like, Mimi, you got school, so welcome. I was like, nah, that's not me. <laughs> so now I moved to Big Lapid for school. You're in school full time now? Full -time. Yeah. Full, full time school. Thank you for your testimony, Mimi. Thank you. Wow. One year here. Is that correct, Mimi? You've been one year? That's awesome. Hi, I'm Elizabeth Anton. I'm a 10th grader at Kellogg'sville High School. I've been 15 years with my grandma because my parents gave me up when I was a year and a half. So this year will be 15 years. Hi, I'm Peach Canout. Um, I tried to write the past week everything um, that I'm grateful for in the church. And I was going to read, I thought, a paragraph, but I'm trying to be spontaneous. And what I think I can say is that I've been 
Um, I can remember praying for 55 years. Uh, so I was five years old. I'm 60 years old now. Uh, and Rez is 50 years. So when I started praying, remember praying for a baby brother, um, Rez was being built. And I've had 55 years or, yeah, 60, 55, I, I can't count, of um, questions and a lot of um, bad things that have happened. And what I've come to through Rez, through Kairos, through um, choir, through the sermons, through all the love, like the greeters, even when you open the door or the smiles, every little thing, every little piece of love, if you were here with Dr. Leaf, has healed my mangled pathways um, in my brain so that when the enemy who's out here and the Holy Spirit's in here, um, it doesn't hurt anymore. And so like this, I know all the pastors were praying for me because I was such a scaredy cat and uh, just questioning. And I feel like I was like the um, paralyzed man in the Bible that, uh, that his friends uh, lifted him down from the roof to touch Jesus. And Jesus healed me of this spirit of fear. And I thought, I don't know what this feels like. It just feels so strange, and it's it's like peace. And the the, the favorite verse um, that I can think of is "Perfect love casts out fear." So I want to thank all the the leadership and the church and just everyone. And just uh, just remember, the enemy's out here, and the Holy Spirit's in here. And so if you hear any lies, you tell them to be quiet, and you say, "Lord, what is your truth?" Amen. Thank you. So my name is Vanessa Owens. Over the past couple years, or at least within a year or so, um, I've been struggling with a really hard relationship to the point where I thought it would possibly end. But through that time, the Lord's really shown me to give up a lot of myself. Part of that was pride and selfishness. Um, some of the things I didn't even realize were in me that I needed to give up. And through that time, I just started seeking the Lord more and more. And I finally, just several of the nights, I laid in bed and would cry until I fell asleep and then wake up and pray again, do the same thing all over again. Finally, um, throughout the couple of weeks I was at work, I would pray in the morning. And the Lord spoke to me of, I've always fought for everything in my life. And I fought for, to be able to just succeed in what he had for me and to be able to, to walk in his blessing and his promises. And one of that was the relationship I was in. And I just didn't see it because I was so selfish in those times. But throughout those next couple of months, I worked towards it. I seeked a pastor. I've seeked family members. And the Lord finally broke down those walls and showed me that the Lord blesses you with people in your life. And you need to see that. And they're there to help you as well, too. Maybe show you things in your life that you might not be aware of. And so since then, our relationship has been so much better. And I see how the Lord's blessed me and that person. And so from here on out, we're actually to the point of being engaged now. So, <laughs> so cool. Hi, everybody. Uh, my name is, it's kind of hard to say your name. I feel embarrassed in front of everybody. But my name is Sally Grace Palazzolo. And I've been going to, please, God, don't let me cry. Um, I've been going to this church off and on for about 16 years. 
and due to circumstances beyond my control, I haven't been able to get here all year. It's my first day back, and I'm so happy to be here. Um, second, I want to say, um, before I forget, my mother always said, all power and glory go to the Lord. So I want to make sure I say the following in a way that praises God. First, I've been on a pain. I've had arthritis since 1976, before most of you were probably born. But anyway, um, I've been on a narcotic pain med for about four years. And this month, about three weeks ago, I lost the prescription. And you know, they, don't, they won't give you another one. I didn't bother calling because I know how it works. But anyway, um, I prayed about my pain. And I've been without the narcotic pain killer for three weeks. And I've been great. Thank you. Thank you. I want to say one other thing, and I'll try to make this quick. It's sort of a long story. In October last year, I started looking for a senior apartment because, you know, they have elevators and activities, and it's better for me. And I went to the Grand Rapids Housing Commission um, because you get the best help in apartments, and they have long waiting lists. But I went in October because I had to be out of my apartment January 7th, and they said, oh, we're getting a new computer system next week. Call us the week after. I'm talking fast because I'm watching the time. Oh, no Just relax. Okay. Anyway, I had to be out of my apartment January 7th. I called the housing commission every week, and they said, our computer system's not up and running. Call us next week. To make a long story short, it wasn't open until the middle of January. And had, and then you, if you apply, you've got waiting lists. And I had to be out of my apartment, so I wound up, because I've lost, I've had four friends go to heaven in the recent years. So I had nowhere to go. My family's in Detroit. So I um, wound up in hotels, which is a long story I won't get into. And then I wound up in adult foster care. And they said, oh, your roommate's out of town, but she goes to Resurrection Life Church. So that was pretty cool to have that new friend. If you're here, Julie, hi. And anyway, then I wound up in the hospital in April. And then they discharged me to a nursing home for physical therapy, and I wound up there five months. This was way out of town, which is why I haven't been here. But it was pretty horrible. When I got there, I said something to God you should probably never say. And I was like, Lord, why did you bring me here? It's so awful. But he opened my eyes to a lot, and then I just want to say people in nursing homes really need to be prayed for, including the employees. And if you want something to do, go visit someone there sit there, hold their hand, sing with them. When my mother was in a nursing home and started losing her, you know, they said she had dementia. And I would sing all these songs with her, and she knew all the words, especially her favorite, which was, Oh, come all you faithful. And what's the last thing I wanted to say? Oh, praise God. I got an apartment about five weeks ago, and I found my, thank you, Jesus. I had been on their waiting list since January. And I found myself saying, I did this all on my own. I found this apartment on my, all on my own. And then one day it hit me. Wait a minute. It was God that yeah. found this apartment. So thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, my name is Victor Mitchell. This is my first time coming here. I go to Gold Avenue Church in Grand Rapids on the northwest side. I'm a vet. And I've been dealing with cancer for 25 years now. Uh, right now, I had uh, offered morphine patches, fentanyl patches, Norco's like there's no tomorrow. 
because all my lymph nodes I have are all infested around the base of my brain and going down my spine. Uh, the pain was so horrible that at night I would cry. And I, I, I'm a prayer warrior. I kept forgetting to pray for myself. And when I went to my pastors and talked to them about it, well, a team prayed over me. And I went home that night. I fell asleep in prayer. And the Father told me, you forgot to come to me with this. So I ask all of you that when you are having problems, do not forget to go to the Father. Because the Father is our love. And he's the only one that can heal us. We cannot do it on our own. And I'm still waiting three weeks for my patches that never showed up. And as I'm, you see me, I'm in no pain. So I believe me, it's, 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 it's a horrible, it's a killing uh, cancer. And I've survived 25 years now, and the VA doesn't understand it. And every time I see my doctors, I say, go to church. You'll understand that. We all have a blessed holiday and a safe one. Thank you. Okay. My name is Diane Dooch. This is my son, Andy. This last year, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. After three months, I had had a mammogram, and I found a lump in my sleep. God brought me to it. He stood through it with me, held my hand through chemo, radiation, and in August, I was given cancer-free. Thank you, Jesus. This is Thank my you. new hair. Your new hair is beautiful. And... I hadn't been a part of a church since my son was little. And he asked me if I would like to come here with him, his wife and my four grandkids. And I said, most certainly. And I love it here. Oh, we're so great. We're so glad you're here. Thank we're you. so glad you're well. Yes, thank, thank you. Hello, my name is Brianna Valer. Um, this past, about two years ago, um, sorry, I'm trying not to cry. Um, I, I found out I was pregnant, and um, I was in no position to take care of another child. Um, I just, I haven't really, before then, I wasn't really a big believer, and I just had this feeling over me, like, just pray. So I just called out to God, I'm like, what do I do? <laughs> just tell me, what do I do? And it's just crazy the ways that he reaches out to you. Um, I'm sure everybody in here has social media. So I was scrolling through Facebook, and literally every post was anti-abortion. Because the, the second I found out I was pregnant, I called and set up an appointment um, for an abortion. And that's when I just prayed out to God, just please give me a sign. Just tell me something. What should I do? And every post was anti-abortion, anti-abortion. So, you know, I, I called Bethany Christian Services, and I found an amazing family. And this, he's now one. And I, I'm able to watch him grow, and he has an amazing family that I know that I wouldn't be able to give him. But I, at the end of the day, my sacrifice made a family complete. You know, this family was 32, 33, and they couldn't have kids. And I gave them something that they couldn't give themselves. And I thank God for that because I, he gave me the strength. He gave me the power to be selfless and to give this family, like I said, something that they couldn't give them themselves. So I thank him every day for that. Thank 
Thank you so much for sharing your testimonies, all of you that shared. Thank you so much. It's so encouraging to hear what God has done, delivered people and healed people and set people free and, and, and brought people places to live and, and all the various things and used people to, to minister to others. It's, it, it, and all of us, I think, could, could come up and, and give a testimony. And it's just amazing how, how God is working in every single one of our lives. And I want to encourage all of us to be sensitive like these folks that shared that when, when we get that prompting to do something, to step out and to do that thing and to take a risk and to share the gospel and to share love with others and, and to talk to that person when you feel that nudge to talk to person and to, and to, to, to take that step out because that... The fruit is always at the end of the branch, not near the, the base of the, the branch or near the trunk. It's always out there. It takes a little risk, and you might get embarrassed. You might miss it once in a while, but so what? <clears throat> Failure's not fatal. You can, you can still try. And um, if you would, just close your eyes. I just want to make just a, a quick invitation. Maybe you're here tonight, and... You know exactly, you have a relationship with God and, and, and all these testimonies just resonated with you and, and that's awesome. We're so glad you're here. And maybe you're here and, and you heard some of these testimonies and, and you, you were invited maybe by someone or a family member or a friend and maybe these testimonies are foreign to you and you're, you're kind of questioning going, what are these people talking about? And when they hear, when they say, God told me or God led me, Maybe you've never made Jesus Lord of your life, or maybe you don't have a relationship with, with Jesus tonight. But you know what? Tonight, you can have a relationship with Jesus. There was a man that was hanging on a cross right next to Jesus. He was the thief. And the one thief was yelling at Jesus, but the other thief heard it all. And that thief said to Jesus, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. That's all he said. He didn't get baptized. He didn't know any Bible verses. He couldn't do any good works. He couldn't go to church. He couldn't do anything. But yet Jesus said to him, just by that thief on the cross, recognizing Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. He recognized Jesus as Lord. And because of that, Jesus said to him, today you'll be with me in paradise. That, that guy, I want to talk to that guy when I go to heaven because that's amazing. Maybe that's you. Maybe you say, I don't know because I haven't had time to do anything. I don't go to church. I don't read my Bible. I don't know any of that stuff. That's okay. Neither did he. But you know, he still was able to be saved because you get saved by grace through faith, not of works. So if you've never made Jesus Lord of your life and today you say, I want to have that relationship with God through Jesus Christ, his son. If you say, yeah, I want that. I'm not going to make you come down here. I'm going to let you stay right where you are. Just lift a hand up, and I'd love to pray with you right where you are. Just If that's you, just lift your hand up right now. Just lift it up and say, I want that. I want to have a relationship with God. I want to be born again. I want Jesus as Lord of my life. If that's you, lift your hand up high so I can see it. I see a couple. I see another one. I see another one. Anybody else? It's okay. I see that one right there. I see you, buddy. That's awesome. Anybody else? I see you back there. Awesome. 
Yes, sir. I see you right there. Awesome, dude. I see you. Awesome. I see you. All of you that raised your hand, that's awesome. Now, the rest of us, we're going to pray with them. Now, you guys that raised your hand, I want you to pray this prayer, and I want you to pray, mean it with me. Just, I'm going to lead you in a simple prayer. And all of us that are in here, the believers that are in here, I want you to pray this prayer with me out loud with them. Say, Father God, I come to you in Jesus' name. I've sinned. I've broken all your laws. I don't deserve anything. But I receive forgiveness as a gift from you. Purchased by Jesus on that cross. I am forgiven because of the blood of Jesus. And I receive Jesus Christ as my Lord and my Savior. I will live for you, Lord. I turn my back on the old life. I look forward to my new life. In Jesus' name, amen.